Welcome back, everyone, to the Dub Club. Uh, we are here as a podcast to celebrate SFA Lady Jacks and other sports who may not get all the coverage that we feel like they need. I'm Vanessa Wilborn. We also have Tiffany Wilborn here and Amber Wadman. And today we also have a special guest. So I'll let Amber go ahead and take that away. You guys, we are in for a real treat today. Nisi Cabango is joining us. If you don't know who Nisi is, then you don't know SFA Track and Field, um, and we need to get you on board. Uh, Nisi just qualified for the 2022 NCAA D1 Indoor Track and Field Championships in Birmingham um, in the high jump in, in a couple of weeks. Um, Nisi was also recognized as the WAC Conference women's indoor track and field athlete. So those are huge accomplishments. And we are just so excited that Nisi's taking her time out to come and talk to us today. Uh, Nisi, why don't you start us off by telling us a little bit about yourself and why you chose SFA and all the good stuff everybody wants to know. Yeah, first of all, thank you guys for having me. Like, this is such a cool thing. And it's, um, it's really an honor to have people that are in the background watching and you guys are always kind of constantly keeping up with our stats and that means a lot coming from a sport that doesn't always get like the big front and center um you know recognition that other sports get so um yeah so i'm actually from dallas i'm from frisco if anybody knows what that's at but yeah i'm from frisco i'm from dallas um i'm a third year here at sfa and um I grew up in Frisco, just regular suburban home. My parents are, I'm actually a first gen, so my parents are, my family's Congolese, so they're from Africa. And so I can grew up in a French speaking home, which is something I love. Yes, that's so cool. <laughs> Language-wise. Yeah, so um, I just grew up in a culture-filled home. My dad's a pastor, so I grew up in um, a, a Christian household, um, really rooted in my faith. And... I actually wasn't planning to come to SFA. I was actually trying to get out of Texas. I actually wasn't trying to like stay in here. As soon as I heard, like, I, as soon as I decided, like, yeah, I want to um, go to the next level. I was like, I'm trying to go East Coast, West Coast. I'm not trying to be my mama's house no more. I'm trying to leave. But <laughs> so it's actually funny that I even found myself in East Texas, and um, you know, God kind of just brought me here. And uh, the first time I came here on my visit, I had my um, recruiting trip here and the first thing I noticed was like it was family environment here and onto the team and Coach O and the full staff and Frenchie they all like and everybody the team made a point to say hi to me which means a lot which means that they care and that just the way they interacted and the way um Coach O ran the team really spoke volumes to me and I was like this is a place that I want to be at and even just Frenchie on the phone with me like he at the time I wasn't um like doing any I wasn't like the Nisi that y'all know right now, you know, I was, I was only came in, I was, when I was recruited, I was only jumping five, seven, I was running two thirteen, So I was like good, but I wasn't great just yet. And Frenchie saw a lot of potential in me that I already seen in myself. So from there I was like, okay, this is a place where a coach sees the bigger picture that I see with myself. And I decided to commit then. And, um, I mean, I was telling they um, they signed me on like a fifty percent scholarship, and he admits that they lowballed me a little bit, which I agree. <laughs> yeah, they did. And I remember him telling me, and I was just like, okay, so what if I do something crazy and I perform? And I knew I was going to because I was 
like willing to work for it at the time. And he's like, well, match your performance. And my senior in high school just went out and blew all my stats out the water. And I did what I had to do. Went to stay, did all that kind of stuff. So just coming in with, um, he already had high expectations to me coming in. So just coming into a program where they already um, expect, you know, that level of quality has definitely been something that's been huge in my success yeah. here so far. Well, and I love to hear um, that, that, yeah. that SFA felt like a family, um, and that you could see that right away. Um, <laughs> you know, working at SFA, I feel that way as well. And I think that that's really important for other recruits to hear as that this is a family environment and yeah. they want you to succeed. And they saw that potential in you. And, and not only did they see that potential in you, but they've helped you along the way to, to meet that potential to create all these great, um, amazing athletes that we've got on our track and field team. So Nisi, you, um, like we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast are the indoor athlete, women's athlete of the year. Uh, what does that mean to you? Yeah, I mean, even when you say, I'm like, oh, that's crazy. Like, it's, um, it's, it's a big deal. And, you know, I'm not a person that's, like, I don't need, like, awards. I mean, they're great, but they don't, like, define me as a person or as an athlete. But they're just, it's, it's honestly just a testament of the work that we've been putting in, you know. And I've been doing this for, since, you know, it's been, this is my third year at it now. And I've never... I feel like I've sometimes haven't been, everything hasn't lined up to the place where I just have a, a time where everything, the work, my work is being reflected of. And this is like the year where everything, my work is finally being reflected of, you know, my running is coming together, my jumping is coming together. And it was honestly just super cool for, you know, for me to be like, okay, I'm not just watering yeah. dead seeds. You know what I mean? Like the work I'm putting mm. in is actually you know, it's, it's producing something. And I was just so thankful and it's just such a blessing. And, you know, every, I always joke with my coach, I'm like, the conferences hate me because ever since I've been here, they never, I've never won athlete of the week. I've never really like indoor. Yeah. I've never, even in the Southland conference. Yeah. I've never gotten those awards before. I've never gotten an wow. award at the conference level ever, even last year. And, you know, like, I believe everything happens for a reason and God allows things to happen for a reason. And now it's just my time to shine. And, and this was super cool. And even at the conference meet, I won um, outstanding field performance and high point scores. And, and I was just like, I was respecting all that, you know, like, I'm, I'm not used to getting a pat on the back. Like, um, I'm in a just like Frenchie with me. He's always like, he doesn't pat a fish. He doesn't applaud a fish for swimming. So, but sometimes it, it's just amazing feeling to see people be like, you know what? She is yes. working hard. We, we see you, girl. We see mm -hmm. you. And it's, it's really nice. We can that. see so it's it. Just such a blessing. We can see it. You, you are, to me, I'm, I'm trying really hard not to fangirl. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of Vanessa knows this. Like I really, really like last night at the hotel. I was like, I can't believe we get to talk to her. This is so amazing. Oh my you know, goodness! Just watching you compete, it just oh my gosh. As a first off, as a fellow woman, that's amazing. And then to see what you're doing, and then as you know, a, an SFA lady back, my alumni. It's so you know, it uh, it just makes me have full bucks like all over. No, I, for sure. I'm being so genuine. And then to know that you're first gen and your culture, that just, oh my gosh, that's just amazing. Yeah, I love see, that I, So um, <laughs> if anybody follows me on Twitter, they know that I'm a huge track and field fan. I'm a track and field mom. I love nothing more than running um, and watching, watching running specifically my kid, but also all my lady jacks. Um, 
And I hope that every young female athlete listened to what you just said. Um, not only that you were saying that, hey, awards yep. don't matter, but that you were saying that you aren't always, um, things don't always come together every year, every season at the right time, but you have stayed the course and continue to work. And I think that's just so important. Um, I think people outside of track and field don't realize that uh, things like that don't always happen. And it's really special when it does. Um, and it takes a lot of effort to, to stay the course. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, even like people don't realize yeah. like the mental aspect of it too, because it's, it's hard. It's really difficult, especially if you do more than one event, you know, like you're doing really well in one aspect and you may not do it well in the other aspect. And it's just like, and sometimes being at like um, the top level, like when you get to a certain yeah. level, people expect a certain thing of you. And I have grown so much as a person and athlete to just get over yeah. the expectations of other people because that will literally yes. put you in like mental prison. Like, <laughs> like it was that's a whole other podcast. Yes. <laughs> no, seriously, no joke. Cause it's, and that's been something that I feel like, um, that's another thing that the award for me, it's like of how much I've grown in my headspace. And, you know, I've gotten through those times where I, I question myself and like, am I even good enough for this? Like, am I good at this? Am I good at this? Am I good at what I do? And just like sitting there and continue to just like load up the gun. And then when the gun was ready, empty the clip out. And that's no, I clip out. Excuse my language. Yeah, no. <laughs> my Listen, I'm going to go back and write all these down and make like a book for my daughter. Um, I love, I love all the analogies. I love it. Yeah. Um, so we've talked a lot about what you've accomplished um, and some of the, the challenges of getting there. Tell us what, what's your favorite track and field memory so far high school college whatever do you have a favorite i've i've had so many okay mm, okay i think i have like one or two okay so my one of my favorite ones was definitely my senior year in high school and i won three state medals i won high jump um got second in the 400 meter 300 meter hurdles and then i got third in the 800 and that was just like it was like money day. It was like I was just taking my yes. checks to the bank and just cashing them in and just like cashing all my hard work. It was money day. And that was just like such a like surreal thing because I was like this. I'm living like an at like every athlete, high school athlete's dream. Like some people just die to get to state. And then I'm coming back with like medals. And the thing is that made it even cooler is because the year that and the people I know who knew me and was with me during my um, my journey to get to that point, they knew like the previous year. I just had the worst season of my life. Like literally the worst season of my life. It was so bad. It's like nothing was working. And it's like the same principle, like now with the same award, you know what I mean? It's like, this means so much because of the stuff that I went through to get to this point. And I think the second track moment that was like super cool for me was probably going to Olympic trials this past summer. That was like, that was, that was pretty cool because it was, it was so surreal. It's like, okay, we're doing this now. Like, this is real. Like this, this, the things that we've dreamed of, it's like, we're getting yes. it. Like, I'm like touching it, you know, I'm like grasping it and we're getting closer and closer to it. And it was just so amazing. Cause it was like, you're seeing people and I'm warming up next to like Alice and Felix, nope. y'all like, nope. no joke. Like she's, Literally, she's, on, my, she's on my shoulder. <laughs> she's on my shoulder here warming up. And I'm just like, trying not to like <laughs> be weird. I'm like side eyeing, trying to make sure like I'm not like full on staring at her and stuff like that. But it was just so cool seeing people like that and just being in the same room with them. And a lot of people are like, did you take pictures? Say, girl, I'm at work. No, I didn't take no pictures. <laughs> like, I'm at work. But it's like having um, the Olympic trials is so special to me because it's it's like 
I'm making, like I'm doing it, like what, like, and I keep bringing up the work that I put in, but that's honestly, ultimately what, like the work that you put in, the time that you put in, the, you know, for me, and I'm, I'm not everybody's religious, but the prayer I put in to get to this point, you know, like I'm like making it and becoming a pro athlete, those aspirations are coming more and more real every single day. So that was like another milestone for me. And like, everybody's like, oh my gosh, what trials? I'm like, oh my gosh, what trials? It's crazy. (laughs) Me too. Yes. Yes, We watched you. I mean, I mean, it was amazing to watch. And I'm thank you all. That's amazing. Okay. Well, Nisi, we told you at the beginning and, and our listeners know we started this podcast to highlight some sports that we feel like deserve a little more coverage and specifically um that this is podcast is focused a lot on our female athletes at sfa what do you want the sfa community to know about track and field or what can they do to support our track and field program Honestly, I think, um, I mean, the track being underdeveloped is just a track thing. It's not even just SFA exclusive. And I feel like sometimes um, SFA track and field gets underdeveloped. Because we're like, we're already like the sport in itself, but then sometimes we're at a mid-major school. And then, you know, sometimes it gets overshadowed by basketball and by football. And I understand how the business works. So I'm not like offended by any of it. That's just the way it's working. But first of all, having people like y'all make it so worth it though. Cause it's like, there's people out there that are like ride or dies for us that are like out there and just supporting us and keeping up with that. And that's the type of stuff that makes the underexposure not even matter because we have like great people so thank you for that by the I honestly appreciate it and um I just think that something that people could know about our program is that this is this is it's more than just track you know our coaches the staff they put their hearts into it like the athletes everybody puts their hearts into it and like coach o, i don't know if y'all have met our, our head coach yes before, he but is Olson, yeah amazing he man. just emailed he me the other day and, a great and i really and sort of freaked really- out at first and i thought oh, what happened but it was a really nice email and i <laughs> was a little bit there too mm-hmm. <laughs> he's amazing and the way he just leads this program and he does everything right like we don't cheat our way into stuff like this is a a program where it's we do things the right way we do things we work for what we get we don't take any shortcuts and we and we do it as a family and we do things together we take our l's as a family we take our wins as a family that's just the program and the values that he's instilled and that's why we've been able to be so successful and honestly for people who don't know about us like it's so fun i don't know about y'all but like when i watch the basketball team beat duke I still get chills right. when I watch it. Right. That's the same thing with our program. It's like, we're, we call ourselves giant slayers because that's what we do. We go out there it. and when you see SFA, when you see SFA at the NCAA level and you see us like top five in the country and stuff, it's like, oh my gosh. And you just have that, that, that SFA pride because yes. people look down. Like when they see our uniforms, they don't expect us. We don't hold the same weight as like Texas or Kentucky or big SEC schools. So when we do what we do, it's like we got it out the mud. We had to work for this. And it's just like if you, like I mean, it doesn't take much to support, but it's it's fun. I feel like we're a fun group to watch. And it's just like it's always fun to root for the underdog. And we're just always the underdog. But we always have like but our stories are so cool. Like if you see Branson Ellis's story of how like coming back from an indoor season where he no hide at, at the indoor competition and he wins the national championship. That's a crazy yeah. story. That's a crazy story. And like our guys four by four, 
crazy Amazing. story. It's like you just you just find the most like beautiful, exhilarating stories in this program. And like we have a couple um, home meets coming up next next yeah. month in April that'd be amazing if we had like a well, whole crowd there because it's just like um, you know that'd be yeah, so we're working fun on something. I'm also um, part of the alumni association and we have a tailgate in works um, you know we tailgate for football we tailgate for basketball this year the alumni association did a nice job of tailgating for the women's basketball and so um, I don't know if you know, but someone over in the alumni association ran for SFA as well. And she, she runs a lot of that office over there now. And so she and I were just talking about trying to get a, a tailgate for track going on and trying to bring out that home crowd. So we, April 17th or the 19th is the weekend that we're looking at. And we're excited. Yeah. Yeah. Trackies are fun. Like trackies are fun. Like even if you don't know what's going on, like it's still fun. Cause it's like, Oh look, yeah, it's the best one. And I'm totally biased, but it's the best one that there is available. Yes. And we also want to make sure and give a shout out. Make sure. No, I was just saying, I'll just make sure and have a lot of sunscreen yeah, for myself. They are and we'll long be days, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we want to make sure and give a shout out to Erica Ellis, who's also yeah. qualified um, in the pole vault for uh, the championships. Um, I haven't heard if, if she's going to be able to go, but um, we're really proud of her, too. So there's some, several athletes doing great things for SFA track and field. All right. Now, Nisi, we're going to switch gears for a second. We have um, watched and heard about your TikToks that... You put together outfits that you are a fashion <laughs> Yeah. With your thrifty. Yeah. So we want, we want you <laughs> to share you. with thank us you, your you, best you. things <laughs> for shopping advice. Ooh. Okay. My biggest shopping advice for people is that it doesn't have to be name brand for it to be a look. Like, it's about how you wear it. It's about how you wear it and how you coordinate things together. So, like, you can make something from a thrift store that you got for a dollar look like a million dollars. Like, oh, I always I tell people to wear the clothes that look the clothes where you. Yeah. Wear the clothes, don't <laughs> let the clothes wear you. I love it. Yeah, because it's all about confidence behind it. And, like, if you want to wear it and you think that this looks good, that is amazing <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today it was wonderful to get to hear from you and we can't yeah. wait to watch you at the indoor championship yes. and then to transition over and support you all in the outdoor mm -hmm. track and field at sfa so thank you so much I had so much fun thank you guys y'all are so amazing like this just made me so happy because it's like we have people out there for us and I love 100%. it. One hundred percent. You have you have more of a contingent yeah. than you realize for sure. Thank you. Yes. Have a great day, Nisi. Thank y'all. Bye. Bye. Was she not the best? Oh my gosh. You guys, she's so much fun. <laughs> super cool. Super fly. <laughs> oh my gosh. And she's just like, I don't know. I'm still fangirling. I'm sorry. This People are going to give me negative feedback for this podcast, but are. I don't care. Guys, she is that, amazing, y'all. She's just naturally a cool person that I want to hang mm -hmm. out with. I've decided. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 For sure. For sure. Amber, is there anything else that you want to review or summarize about... Um, we have her and Erica going in this weekend. Yeah, Anything yeah, else? That's, that's really what's happening to wrap up indoor track right and field. Um, like Nisi mentioned, we've got outdoor track and field starting really soon. Two home meets at SFA. Um, 
the athletic department just put in a lot of money to resurface the track. It looks really great. And so two opportunities for the community to go out and support those Lumberjacks and Lady Jacks as they run and, and compete in the field events as well. So hopefully we'll we'll get to come back um, a little further in the spring and talk about outdoor track as well. But yeah, that's that's sort of what we have for track right now. Cool. Great. And we'll keep the listeners up to date about um, some kind of alumni event or tailgate coming up for those. All right. Well, I'm excited. And definitely with the updates, we'll be here on the podcast and also on our Twitter, which is at the Dub Club 2-1. More updates. I don't know if anyone saw through the week. We had our men and women's golf um, go to a couple of, of tournaments. So the women definitely kicked off uh february 21st to the 22nd they were at the islander classic in corpus christi so not too far from home they took 11th place overall so snaps to the ladies um and then for the men they went out at february on february 28th through the first um the gulf coast collegiate uh they finished ninth overall as a team and jackson griffith was eighth individually so snaps to our lady jack and lumberjack golf for competing and and definitely getting their names out there um we also have some updates on softball Tiffany you want to take that away yeah so I know we haven't gotten to talk a lot about softball I'll just clue in our listeners we did have um pre a preseason pick we were picked to be first in the WAC West division and we had a preseason player of the year with Shaylin, pitcher of the year with Cassidy, and then we had three members picked on the all-wax softball team, Gabby, Shaylin, and Cassidy. Um, it's kind of been a, a little bit of a rough start, but um, as some fellow fans were telling me over the weekend, that kind of happened last year, and then we hit our stride and yeah. you know, had a really good, great year last year. Um, here recently, we played ACU on the 4th and 5th. Um, Evelyn Christian, we won two games and ACU won the last game. Um, so we are two and one in the whack. So I, I think we're hitting a good, a good, a good, a good place. Um, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of, a lot of those, yeah, a lot of those preseason, you know, pre-conference, like we played really, really good teams, you know, so and uh, tennis, I'll kind of talk a little bit about tennis and get us up to date with tennis. They've had a lot of um, like preseason uh, games postponed or canceled due to weather and probably COVID as well. They're about even, I think they're about six and five right now. Um, they just picked up a couple of pair of really good wins against Prairie View A&M and McNeese yesterday they wow. they swept them seven to oh on march 8th yeah yeah march 8th they head to sam houston and play in huntsville so if anyone's nearby i'm sure they would appreciate the support um for those matches for sure and amber you had mentioned beach volleyball um you were able to go to that tournament, right? To the beach volleyball yeah, tournament? Yeah, you guys, Amber? they had a beach volleyball tournament at lunch at noon and then at six o'clock. So for my lunch break, I got to go over and watch some beach volleyball. It was amazing. It was my first time to ever see beach volleyball happen in person. And I fell in love. I'm so excited yeah. that this is a sport at SFA now. Oh, 
it looks like so much fun. Yeah. So they definitely, they definitely swept um, at that tournament, going five and zero for both games against uh, what, what was that? Uh, Mary Harden Baylor and Oklahoma Westland University. So, snaps shouts out to the girls of Lady Jack Beach Volleyball. That was definitely uh, a good day, especially to open at home your first invitation for the year. Shout out to y'all. Yeah, the, the bowling, our, our Lady Jack bowling team is still out there doing good things. Um, we um, have, will have the head coach has agreed to come on the podcast this season. So um, super excited to get her on here and to talk about those ladies and to, to teach us all a little bit about what we need to know about Lady Jack bowling. So um, lots of good things happening across sports for, for our Lady Jacks and our Lumberjacks. Definitely. They did take third place overall on the 11th of February, beating Sam Houston. Always a win <laughs> when you can. What? Yeah. <laughs> and then taking fourth place finish at that midwin midwinter invitational at Arkansas State. So congratulations to everyone in SFA Athletics and Lady Jacks and Lumberjacks running, hitting, you name it just doing the best that they possibly can and representing our university yeah. well in the WAC. The women's basketball WAC champions uh, outright with their win over NMSU on Thursday night. Uh, we did lose against ETRGB 74 to 76, but they are 17 and one in conference play and number one seed. Yeah, just yeah. time to shake that off and, and move into Vegas. Yeah, and, yeah we're gonna be great. Yes. It's all good. Pretty amazing that SFA is the only school in the conference that both the men and women won. Um, yeah, on. a share of the of the conference yeah. championship. Come on now. First yes. conference. Yes. Big stuff. We play Friday. The women play Friday um, in a semifinal semifinal round. We, we will know our opponent Thursday, um, and so we're thinking about doing a quick, simple little preview of that game and that matchup um, next week as soon as we know the winner and kind of summarize how that tournament is going for the ladies as well. That'll be good. That'll be fun stuff. Well, once again, I'd like to thank everyone for joining us here today. And we'd like to thank Nisi for joining us and wish all other competing track and field athletes good luck at the NCAA Indoor Championship. Uh, once again, you can follow us on Twitter, the Dub Club 21. And we are, you know, Amber, Tiffany, and Vanessa. Hope everyone has a good rest of your week. And look out for those previews that we have coming out for Lady Jack basketball and, and more. So bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye. Action I'm Jack. Jones.